0: Hello, and welcome to Air Cargo World's on-air podcast. My name is Chelsea Toxar and I'm your host. In this episode, Southern California-based data integration startup Commodal's co-founder, Julia Pasternak, discusses the company's work to digitalize and improve transparency across multimodal logistics operations. The startup has already done work to help alleviate congestion for stakeholders operating at the Los Angeles and Long Beach Harbors, and is now focusing on expanding and applying its services for the air freight industry. Listen now for the full podcast here. Can you tell me a bit about your company, your role in it, and what really compelled you to found the startup?
1: Sure, so I started Commodal a little over a year ago officially, um, and it 's a data integration company that focuses on intermodal freight and For those who don 't necessarily know what that means is uh, we consolidate information from a bunch of different data points um, that are needed for the movement of cargo as it transitions from one form of transport, such as ocean or air, to another form of transport, such as rail or, or ground transportation. In terms of what compelled me to start it, um, I actually started out in engineering, and I shifted into supply chain to kind of get a, a holistic approach to how manufacturing operations work. And on the supply chain side, I had noticed there were a lot of inefficiencies on how freight is managed um, in and out of distribution centers. And so that was sort of the spark that led me down this very, very long rabbit trail of interviewing person after person as to what is the biggest um, frustration they encountered in transportation. Uh, just because there were so many low-hanging fruit, uh, fruits right in front of me in terms of how um, how you've got drivers showing up at the completely wrong dock uh, for Target when they mean to drop off for Walmart or you know stuff like that. So. Um, I thought there's got to be a better way to coordinate all this different freight. And so um, interview after interview led me to the ports. And the biggest issue was frustration with managing scheduling platforms um, at ports with multiple terminals. And so we focused on data consolidation for the various terminals for the truckers who have to manage that freight and for their customers who likewise want visibility over that freight.
0: That's definitely an issue across supply chains. So, I mean, how does your company go about that? Could you walk me through
1: an example of how you would do that? Sure. So in L.A. Long Beach, you've got trucking companies that are moving freight. They're moving containers specifically um, out of multiple different marine terminals. So L.A. Long Beach has 12 different marine terminals. And if you're a trucking company that's moving containers, you've got to coordinate appointments um, to go pick up this container, then that container, then drop off this container. And so you need to have a centralized platform for managing that process, regardless of the different companies that you're interacting with. And so with Commodal, they go through a single platform to be able to manage those appointments, both manually and also automatically. And so we can actually automate the back-end operations so that once that container becomes available, once the ship has arrived in... To the U.S. and once the container has been cleared of all the holds, um, our system can actually automatically book on behalf of the tracking company. Yes. But okay. The interesting things we notice is that that same model of having a bunch of a bunch of facilities clustered in a node which in this case is the Port of LA, Long Beach, but could just as easily be LAX or an airport or, um, you know, large rail yard, is that you've got a bunch of different stakeholders that you've got to coordinate that freight through. Um, And so for us, the model that we use with container freight is very, very similar to looking at air freight um, and how, you know, air freight is processed through instead of marine terminals, cargo handling facilities. Are you in conversation
0: with any companies yet regarding, you know, exploring use of your platform and model at all?
1: Yeah. So there's one cargo handling facility, um, or there's a company that just won a contract to become a cargo handling facility that we're working with. Um, nothing's been finalized yet, but mm-hmm. as of right now, it's, it's exploring to see where the opportunity lies. Um, for us, the beauty of our of our company is that we not only provide dedicated solutions, so if a cargo handling facility wanted to have us as a scheduling platform that would tie into their uh, warehouse management system or whatever um, system they operate with, but we can also provide a comprehensive solution so that if you're an airport and you want to run a pilot where all your cargo handling facilities are, are on one platform you know, to make things easier for the, the truckers or whoever needs to view that consolidated data, Likely, what we've noticed in the marine terminals is if you've got a lot of competitors in close proximity, it's very difficult for them to be forced to use a standard technology because that creates commoditization, and if they're all using the same software, then where's really the value add of that company and that unique value proposition that they offer their customers? So... For us, by having dedicated solutions for those that want to use us as a dedicated solution, um, as well as a comprehensive platform that can tie into any system, whether they use us or another one, allows um, an entire ecosystem to still flourish despite having that dissimilarity in different software uses between the different facilities. So
0: then back to starting out, your business, what are some of the major challenges that you face and how are you working to overcome them? I mean, it sounds like you've been pretty successful so far.
1: Yeah, so I think for us the biggest challenge, um, the biggest challenge, as is for most startups, is is funding. You know, we're always looking for funding. Um, For us, the good thing is it's not a lack of customer demand. And so we're only limited by the technology, and the technology is only limited by the funding behind it. Um, and so I'd say that's our biggest setback, if any. So we focus a lot on um, looking at retired executives in the industry that want to invest um, angel groups to help support us in that regard. Um, separate from that, I think with any sort of comprehensive solution, there's always going to be a struggle getting buy-in from all the relevant stakeholders. So we've been very intentional about aligning ourselves uh, with with certain organizations that can get us through the door with uh, certain data providers, um, like the marine terminals who would want to be um, engaging and actually sharing some of that data. And so we've been looking at what, it, what is it that would benefit them most and how can we uh, drive a solution that benefits the trucking community, um, the, BC, the cargo owners or the shippers, as well as the marine terminals themselves.
0: And then what do you see as the next steps in developing Commodal's business and offering?
1: Yeah, so one of the things we focused on um, outside of the, the marine terminal space is, as I mentioned, focusing on air cargo. Um, but going back within the marine terminal space, we've built out the trucking solution. We're now transitioning onwards to the shipper side. So creating that same level of visibility um, as a trucker would have in order to coordinate their moves, but giving the, the ability to drill out into the order level rather than the container level, giving the ability to have greater communication between those two groups, the, the trucking companies and the shippers, as well as the shippers and the terminals when it comes to ambiguity regarding fees um, is something that we have were discussing Um, And then just in terms of growing ourselves, we focused on L.A. Long Beach just because it's the most difficult marine terminal complex, I guess you could call it, in the U.S. Um, It's the largest. It's got the highest congestion rates. And so we want to start there because it's the most difficult. And then from there, uh, look at the next largest um, shipping containers, terminals in the U.S., and then go globally and look at that, um, look at an international solution. For those select shippers.
0: For everyone out there listening at home, be sure to check in for our next podcast, More News on the World of Air Cargo.